Greetings, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we will be discussing the flow of money. Here's part three now. Controlling the money flow. I have to control my own money flow because it just likes to flow. (laughs) You know. There's another one. Full of them. So the amount of money in circulation is controlled in the U.S. um, by a smoothly run modern economy to control over-acceleration or... I guess the opposite of that, whatever word that is. <laughs> What's the opposite of, of over-acceleration? Under-acceleration? Yeah. Uh, if that's a Stagnation. word. That is a thing. Yes. By literally placing and withdrawing money from the Federal Reserve via monetary policy shifts. So that's how they dabble. Three ways. One way is ordering the New York Federal Reserve Bank to buy or sell government securities on the open market. Another way is by adjusting the credit that it extends to banks through the discount window. Right. Another way is by changing the reserve requirements at banks themselves. Money has velocity, so how fast it changes hands while it's in circulation and can be assigned an actual numerical price change um index essentially yeah volume Mm -hmm. so the fed makes a reserve requirement of banks at a 10 percent reserve of money deposited to be able to cover demand for like cash withdrawals by customers you know you have to the banks have to keep money on hand in case people want to take their money out right but they can't take it all out obviously because they only keep 10 percent yeah and that's on hand yeah so (laughs) you know that Trying to stave off bank runs and stuff like that. Oh, well, I think they learned, um, what was it, during like the Great Depression, I believe, is what um, ended up happening, right? Everybody pulled all of their money. They tried to pull all of their their cash money out of the banks. Yeah. The money wasn't there. (laughs) It just wasn't there. Right. (laughs) So we have to put policies to work. Um, The... FOMC exerts control over the federal funds rate, influencing long and short term rates, relying on estimates of future functioning of the economy's response to these changes in policies. We have to change the supply as well. So changing or creating the money supply is actually determined daily. Did you know that? Yes. Uh-huh. By the New York Fed at specifically 1115 a.m. As a response to FOMC policy changes. Now, that's a little fast uh, nugget, little fact there. So we have to adjust the rate as well. The Fed can adjust the discount rate it charges banks to borrow money. And it does. Also, we have to create money. So the New York Fed creates money by buying government securities from banks and brokerage houses. Additional new money is made when the banks and brokerages lend that money to customers that spend it on goods and services. Afterward, obviously. Money's printed and then we use it. It's great. We love it. (laughs) The Fed ends up creating money and lending it to Bank A, who then lends it to Bank B at their terms. 
who then lends it to Bank C at, you know, their other terms, and so on. And that's how money is made. Well, that was fascinating. Part four and last part. Surely. Part four. Okay. The economic cycle itself. Now, this is, you, you mentioned, oh. you mentioned uh, uh, a couple key words um, already within this economic cycle. Let's hear them in detail. All right. Tell us about them. We love it. So the economic cycle, there are experts that try to predict the ups and downs of the country's economic um, kind of cycles normally as it's recurring because these are normal cycles, right? We're supposed to experience ebbs and flows in our economy. Also in our investments, same principle, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And so we have to kind of look at these slowdowns and make predictions so that investors can use them to make decisions. Rule of thumb. There can be runaway inflation there can also be slowdowns that end in recession. The Fed works to mitigate extremes of inflation and recession. So here's the cycle. Demand increases, price increases. We have a growing economy and then high inflation. And demand decreases, prices decrease, recession occurs. So we're talking about deflation. And then guess what? The cycle begins again. So the inflation struggle is, it's not good because over time it destroys the value of money. Inflation runs at an annual rate as in a percentage rate. Did you know that? So you can track it. You can look it up today and see what it is. Yeah. So we have a fixed income people though are hit the hardest, you know, whenever these changes in economy happen because, you know, your little bit of money is accustomed to buying but you can only buy less things because you, your money's not really worth as much. Right. That's know? why they have to have the cost of living increases and stuff like that. Well, yeah. And they do, they do that for Social Security as well, you know, to try to keep mm -hmm. up with it. So you do have no inflation situations. It's when the rate of inflation slows down and it's called disinflation, which is good because employment and the economy is healthy, basically. So you have deflation, though, which is the widespread decline in the prices of goods and services where the economy contracts and people are out of work. Yeah. Then you have stagflation. I remember in high school taking um, economics, and I loved that word so much, stagflation. I don't know why. It just reminds me of like a deer. I don't know. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Stagflation. <laughs> it's a combination, though, of slow economic growth and high inflation. So it's like a double whammy. <laughs> right. So you have to control the economic cycle. Or a depression happens in a country's economy where the economic cycle does not have adequate controls and checks and balances implemented at the government fed level. It gets out of control. Yes, out of control. <laughs> so there is a rule of 72, though, Shirley. Did you know that? Tell me about the rule of 72. Well, it shows the impact of high inflation. Okay. No, I didn't know about that. Tell me All about right. that. All right. Well, here's a new nugget for you then. You know how I like to drop those nuggets. 
Well, information bombs for you. So you divide 72 by the annual inflation rate to determine the number of years that it'll take prices to double. Oh, okay. Isn't that cool? That is cool. So, like, you could take a pair of, like, tennis shoes, sneakers, and be like, okay, in 1963, those would have cost $4.95 USD. You know, I love USD. But those same shoes in 2006 would have been $89.95 USD. Okay. And that's how they calculate it. And that's pretty freaking cool. That is. Yeah. So, but you can gauge your savings and your portfolio using that calculation, though. That's how it applies to us for investing, <clears throat> which is pretty cool, too. Um, you have a contract and expand relationship is what we're talking about, Shirley. So you want to chart a recession, though, and that's important now. This video is important now. These contents are really important to think about as we live in our current economy. Most definitely. You know? So charting a recession is when unemployment rises, yet sales and industry slows down. Does any of this sound familiar? I'm just asking. So we have the Index of Leading Economic Indicators. Did you know that? Yes, I have heard of that. Okay. And it's released monthly by the Conference Board, which is a research group, to report the major indicators of the U.S. economy. So essentially, three rises in the index is a sign of good growth. Three drops in the index is a sign of recession. Da-da-da! Yes. We're able to signal economic downturns 18 months ahead of time. People, brace yourselves. The warnings were real. <laughs> so the NBER, the National Bureau of Economic Research, tracks recessions through peaks and troughs. I mean, highs and lows, marking beginnings and ends of recessions as overall productivity of workers is impacted. And so are our investments. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> yes, thank you for joining us. And, <laughs> and make sure you like, hit the notification. Subscribe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and don't keep us a secret. Please comment. How can you not after, I mean, what we gave you? That was, a, that was, that was very good. Masterpiece. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> Double <Deuces>. juices. <laughs>